1: Yes, so you're what so You're recording out in Arizona. Alright, Oh are yeah, recording I'm out. Sorry, sorry. No, yeah, you're good. No, that's you're what good. you're here for. No, that's what. It's, it's yeah, yeah, sorry for the sidetrack. Yeah. No, don't happen. apologize for anything. So not one apologize.
2: time Ryan did something cool, if you weren't listening. Yeah. TLDR. Uh, one time I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. Recording in Arizona. And we're recording an album. And. We came back, put out the album, and you know, it's just Sacramento, it's just like you're just a kid, and you're playing punk rock, and you're putting out albums, but nobody gives a shit, like, you're not, like, making a hell of money, you're just, you're just paying for your strings, and your guitars, and your amps, and all that. Yeah. So, but it was good, man, I gotta say, man, looking back, I listened to some of those songs, and I'm, I mean... Honestly, now, I think they're a lot better than I thought they were at the time. You know?
1: Ain't that wild in like, retrospect?
2: Yeah. I look back and I'm like, oh, I have a, I have a friend. We both have a mutual friend.
1: I we just, just- uh, recently like re-released on my YouTube channel a song that I recorded like when I was 18. So this is like 16 years ago. Yeah. And I just put it up on YouTube and like friends that I have now, and it's like...
2: That's a pretty dope song. Dude, and you know And I was like, dude, I hated it for years. You ever heard heard of a book called The War of Art? Thanks, dude. You ever heard of a book called The War of Art? Yeah.
1: Come on, tell me about
2: it. War of Art. So it's like it's based on the Art of War. And it's about how being an artist, the really the core value of being an artist of any kind is production. Yeah, I always you're not there and it's, and it, it's tough because when you're an amateur artist, you're in a band or you're a writer, you're doing your own thing, you spend so much time critiquing your own work. Yeah. That's not your job. No, it's not. Your job is to produce. It's to create put art. Out, produce, put out. Who get? got to quit worrying about whether it's good or bad. That's the greatest thing it's about this podcast is like
1: we we average two episodes a week and I want to get to more and then like
2: that's what but, you need
1: but to I, do but it's quality content and like okay not every not every episode is going to be a hit yeah and it doesn't that's matter that's not your job that's not my job that's not your job I'm your creating content your job is content. to create yeah
2: yes and then I'm this, moving this is what the whole book is about I mean you think about like a a hugely famous musician you know you take Madonna or Prince or somebody like that it's like They didn't write 30 good songs. They wrote... They got hits. They wrote 700 songs. Mm -hmm. And 30 of them were good. Yeah. You know, and that's what being an artist is. Is you produce an enormous amount of art, so much so that a small percentage of it, enough of it is good enough to make you a name. It's not about being perfect. It's not about being right every time. It's about producing art over and over and over, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's going to suck, and a lot of it's going to be garbage, a lot it's of it's going to be off the marks, it's, it's going to be um, nasty and grindy and middling, and we're going to get off track all the time and whatever. Yeah. But your job is to produce. That's your job as an artist, and you do it long and hard enough with enough commitment. People talk and it, about it. And, it, and people talk about it. People give a shit, and you have some, you know, and then and then it becomes something. Yeah. And it's and it's incredibly, it's been incredibly challenging for me where I want to make every little thing perfect and fiddle with the little bits and pick things apart. Is that where you're at now? Or is that where you're at then? I mean, I've been that way my whole life. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a Just perfectionist meticulous. and I, yeah, I get meticulous and I get.
1: You a 100%er when it comes to video games? I get a little you gotta bit. No, every, you no, got to get no. every achievement.
2: No. I'm a. I'm a. I'm into the art of the game. What do you mean? Like the psychology of the game and what the game is, right? So, like, I like the I like diving into something where it's a entirely new puzzle. It's an it's an entirely new experience, an entirely new thing you've never experienced before in your life. And then, but for me, the moment I figure it out. The moment I'm like, okay, it's not like a lot. I see what this is, and what the rest of it's gonna be. I'm good. I'm like I know what the rest of it's gonna be. Like I don't want to do it to 100. percent Once it gets here, you're just doing the same thing over and over. I'm done. Move on. So I play a ton of games, like just to that point where it starts to get repetitive and move to the next thing. You know What's what the
1: correlation with your gaming to music?
2: Music, I like. I'm it.
3: gonna interject real quick. Yeah. Cause one thing that I noticed with Jesse playing games because he plays games different than me. Like I now, I'm an old man. I play, I'll play the repetitive games because it helps me dis. Uh, like I have to, I have to disattach from reality. Yeah, yeah. And I have to like blank out, and so I can. I play 2K. It's the most repetitive game ever. I'm doing the same thing every time I play wow. 2K. Yeah. But I play 2K because I can play it, and then I can go to sleep. Yeah. Like I, but I, but I have to play it and I have to run with it for whatever 45 minutes or whatever and then now I' now I'm not gonna worry about what I have to do tomorrow and now I'm not going to worry about all these things yeah. and so it just it like zones me in I had to- but Jesse he'll play a game and I remember watching him I've never seen anybody do this but he will take away things and then play the game so like let's say like back in the day there's a game called Red Alert or Command and Conquer, or whatever you would call it he would just make it really hard for himself. And I would always be like, "Why are you making the game harder on yourself?" <laughs> but he would like, like he would do it without certain weapons and play somebody who had them
2: with like Darsos. Yeah, I'll go, yeah, I'll yeah. go in yeah. naked. Yeah, yeah, exactly, same deal. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. So he would always yeah. try to be like, "No, I don't just play the game because I know I'll destroy them." So I got so he would He would like, he would self-impose more obstacles to overcome so that he could get the achievement. And like I ne- have never played a video game like that. Yeah. I'm, ne- I'm always like, oh, I'm not pro, I'm not rookie, See, I'm the middle guy. Well, and if I win that, dude, then I feel satisfied. You and know you what know A buddy I of
1: mine told me that, like, he was like, you could sell your Xbox gamer tag because oh, your yeah. gamer score is so Ooh. high, and like people would pay money for that. See, it's like I, like, dude, I'm so meticulous. And this, this is why I had to get away from video games. Yeah, was like. I was such a perfectionist. Yeah. I wanted to 100% every game See, I played. See, I don't I don't do that. I'm not meticulous I, like I, that. I didn't want to just beat it. I wanted to own
2: it. I didn't, I didn't I'm not meticulous sense. like that. I like the psychology of it. So I'm meticulous about like the design and the psychology and the progression of the game. Like I want to figure out what the puzzles about. and once I know what the puzzles about, I'm done. Like, once I know how to play the game, I'm done. I'm I wish I could season. approach it that way.
1: and But, like, the thing about gaming and why I had to step away and like, was Ryan, like it, was, it was just
2: taking over my life. And and I like, mean, that's I mean that's how I any... Mean. Yeah. I mean, people do that with fishing. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Haunting or anything. Yeah. But the thing, the difference is, like, Ryan's looking for a reason to, like, not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a reason to give a fuck. It's, yeah, see, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm looking for something to like, okay, now I am got to try. Look, like, oh, do I got to make an effort at this? Okay, now I got like, to like like work hard and pay attention and concentrate. And now I got to make an effort? Okay, this is fun. And then as soon as I got it figured out, I'm like, well, this isn't kind an of effort. Bored. This isn't an effort anymore. I'm bored. Move on to the next thing. I want something I'm going to learn a new thing. I want like a hurdle all the time. So,
1: like going back to music, like what happened after Phoenix and all that? Was it you got? Well, bored? Phoenix
2: and all that, we pl- we put out an album, and it. I mean, it was what it was. We were teenage. I think I was eighteen.
3: I mean, to be honest, if y'all wanted to make it, you should have sold the album, and they should have set up a tour, and they should have gone around. But things got ugly or whatever, and so they never. So well, when I, mean, I, I was
2: eighteen, and that was never even. An idea, like yeah. it never occurred to me, like oh, we should like buy a van and Jesus Christ, yeah, strobe light. We, we should buy a van and like tour. That was never even. I didn't even know that was a possibility. So we just recorded this album and I don't know. Everything I've done has just been kind of a hobby. Always, I just like was like oh, this would be fun right now, and then I get bored and move on. What did it look like after that? What do you mean?
3: When you started joining, he just means like musically. You came out to you came out to Memphis for a little while. You, I remember you picked up. You're playing some weird bands oh, I was in playing Memphis. Oh, some
2: like rock and roll band. We played like uh, Three Doors Down and shit. Ch- yeah. Oh, I did remember? Okay, so we go. So I'm playing this band. So now to- I moved to Memphis. So I moved to Memphis. Hang
3: out with me for a little while. We, to we got a house drive. in Midtown off Cleveland. Which, to me, Cleveland's were all the zombies. Because it's yeah, people oh, walking yeah. around at 3 o'clock in the morning. It was Memphis. We called them zombies, man. Deep in Memphis. Man. Middle
2: and, Memphis. Uh, Cleveland's got a
3: little bit better. Working in the mall. Yeah, we worked. And yeah, some guy, guy the comes mall. up to
2: me and goes, Hey, you're a musician, man. I got a band going. Like, you yeah. want to join this rock and roll band? Because that's the way you did it back then, you know? You and this. I hadn't been playing music for years. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So we joined this rock and roll band. We're playing like three doors down and... All of that I couldn't even name those bands.
3: Mm-mm.
2: It's Superman and yeah, you weren't, you didn't, it uh, was you weren't listening
3: to any of that stuff. But you like, like butt,
2: butt rock record. band, so we go play that's this.
1: That's wild sh- that that's a genre now, butt
4: rock.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it, it's true, it's real. I was in it's one. There. I was in it playing this warehouse. We go play this show, and there's this house band called I think they were called Jester. And their drummer was like some crazy metal drummer who just would like, he had all those stick tricks. Like he'd juggle the sticks while he was playing and flip them around and do all that crazy shit. They're a metal band. And then they had bands like, it was like an amateur night. They'd have like bullshit bands playing between them. So we get up on stage and their bass player is this like ogre of a man. And he's got strap locks on his base, which means he's got a leather strap that like weaves into itself. And then the strap, there's these like pegs that connect to the end of the strap and they plug into either side of your guitar yeah. and they keep the strap from falling out. The problem is to adjust those woven leather straps, you need to take the strap out, look kind of like a belt, right? But with strap locks, you can't. So this ogre of a man hands me his bass guitar. It's like down by your knees. And stick. it's like the top of the bass is at my knees. Shit. And I go, uh... Probably. Like, can I adjust this at all? And he, just, he didn't even say a word. He just shook his head. Oh. And I was like, okay. So I played the entire show, like... On your knee. Completely, like, <laughs> rock and roll style on my knee. And I'll never forget that show. Were you in that show? I don't know if you were there. No, I didn't go. Oh, well, yeah. Ozzy was there.
3: Ozzy might have been. No. Nah. There. There's
2: a
1: story that he was telling me while we were outside, and I wanted to bring it up. I Which is kind that? of off topic, but, like, no. his mom used to dunk on Tom Hanks.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Dunk on what? Your mother. So,
3: Jesse's mom is so much cooler than him. I really wish we were side <laughs> with her because she... his mother used to
1: dunk on Tom Hanks
3: yeah no she's awesome his mom is so much cooler than Jesse she's wicking you're a piece of shit she's wicking like which just makes her interesting anyway like I didn't even know anything about that culture but when I first went to I first like started getting get to know Jesse you know they had this I told you about the detached garage we were
1: talking about Forrest Gump and he's like oh by the way my mom used to make fun of me. Well and I'm like had, the they
3: fuck? Had, they had this detached garage, you know, and that's where we hung out and everything. So just like whatever boys, we just go outside and pee and they had this lemon tree right there. And I was like and so I just was going to town peeing on this lemon tree, man.
1: Oh, you're sitting you there. you're sitting asses for
3: it. I'm unloading I'm unloading the the tank and, and uh Jesse's like, Dude, that's my grandma. Oh,
1: they poured ashes on it?
3: She's a wicked man, so she like the.
2: Wait, the lemon tree? Yeah. Is what? Your you glad to get
1: over here in the mic. No,
2: that's me. Yeah, Oh no, yeah,
3: yeah, you're right. The lemon tree. I'm sorry. Are you don't...
1: eating Monson pizza? Give me a slice. The lemon tree. Yeah, pizza was
3: from your placenta. That's right. No. But the, the, your grandma's back shit. there, and I peed on and I peed on. Oh.
1: Oh my God. Jesse's
3: fat ass just that broke my chair. <laughs>
1: Damn! Dude.
3: This is why we don't have a nice things. So.
1: Well, what are we gonna do now? So pull up that stool from the. She's panel. cool though. She things. went to. She
3: went to college. What a jerk! Just he literally broke the chair and now he's walking off. He's just grabbing another chair.
1: What's your interview you, asshole. Just keep Where on you going.
3: Uh, so his mom went to college as Tom Hanks, and they said that he was kind of nerdy, and uh, and that like they didn't really give him a time of day, and now they all <coughs> regret it because he's he, they were regretting that we shit. like They know who, who, who built, built that
1: chair. What? You know who built that chair? Who built that chair? It was uh, Catherine's uh, grandfather. You should have done, done a done better job.
3: No, man, that's <laughs> that's not that's not. Most of the stuff around here was built by probably Captain's grandpa. That one was not.
2: You know what sucks is I felt that going. I felt that leg like something's wrong here. You are just into it?
3: Oh, so you're saying you intentionally did? it. Yeah, I just. To you know what sucks is I intentionally broke that chair. I
2: just wanted to teach you a lesson. I'm just Thanks, glad man. it wasn't me.
3: Thanks, I
2: feel it's, it's,
1: it's very fixable though. Right. I'll be all right. I right, anyway. Like back to the story, like. Tom Hanks and your mother I'm trying
3: to talk about his mom and and like he's doing whatever he can to distract me
4: <laughs>
1: I'd like you to do a plug for Monson Brothers Pizza if you're finding yourself it's a good it's a good yeah. pizza.
2: anybody know any woodworkers in town hey,
1: you just need a couple of nails for that job <coughs> anyway
2: back to your mother yeah, no, my mom's badass. <laughs> Craziest party I've ever been to in my life, my dad's 50th birthday party. I
3: think about your dad's 50th oh birthday my well, That God. was the first gig we ever played. Was it? Yeah, that was our first show. And then I David Secretion really like said he'd play drums for us. And he like did. It. And uh, dude, uh, dude, I aspire to be like his dad because his dad had everybody. Everybody came out because he was 50. I thought, man... Be 50 year old, years old and have this many people come out to celebrate and support you. I remember even being 18 or 17 or 6. I don't even. We were young. Yeah. However old we were. I remember being that age going, you know, man, I, I hope on my 50th that this many people right. come out to yeah, celebrate. No, no, me too, people.
2: man. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, you know, they built a hospital named after him. What? Yeah. There's a hospital named after my dad. Sacramento. It's Bunker. Care Center of Excellence or something like that. So that's the
3: most beautiful
2: thing yeah, ever. It's amazing. I gave a speech. I'll just send you all the stuff. Sorry. I think
3: I, I, I will. I looked you up. Tell the, the about internet.
2: drama
1: class with your mom and Tom Hanks. Oh, for real.
2: I don't. I mean, I don't have a. I don't know if it's a banger. Or I don't have a specific story. His mom
1: about, used to make fun of Tom Hanks because yes. he was an outsider. Yeah. Yeah. He was. It's just dope.
3: Yeah. She said she kind of spat on him. A little He's bit. Kind of a bitch. Spat on him
2: a little he bit. He was an. <laughs> Yeah, he was, no, he was just a nerdy dude. He was like a freckle faced little,
3: you know what I mean, spat on. No.
2: And then fucking cool. By kids. the way, have
1: you ever seen, like, we were talking about this outside, whoever was, like, the stunt guy for when oh, yeah. Forrest Gump went from, like, running from the bullies. As a kid, like with the braces falling off his legs to being a teenager, and Jenny is like,
4: Run, Forrest, run.
1: And next thing you know, he's like dipping off the the dirt road. And then, like, watch that scene real close. That dude hurdles like a five foot fence. Like it ain't shit. I want to know if he like had like cables on him like it just it looks so wild you know
3: man that that movie you know he like did you see the movie that made us they do a whole thing on no on that forest gun that's why we're talking about
1: that's that's why we're here all right
3: sorry this is is actually a podcast about forest gun we left you out on purpose well thanks but now i'm catching up um. It uh, that movie, dude. It hits everything, right? I watched that movie with my grandma. My mm. grandma did not like the scene where the, she was humping the dude to get the kid, keep her kid in school. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, my grandma was like, my grandma said, uh, it's a bit much?" No. And that's all she said about it, but. Remember, my grandma made me watch that movie. Everybody else went to go see another movie. She's like, "No, oh, Ryan, you're coming with me. We're going to watch Forrest Gump." Like, All
1: right.
4: I mean, you're you're, you you're making people watch Ryan? movies about a guy. Yeah, my
1: grandma and I
3: went to the theater Things that can
1: them. fly. I mean, huh? I mean, you're you guys that can fly. Yeah.
3: Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's right. Uh, same shit. Right. Just the same kind of thing. I'm not going to talk
3: about the movie The Boy Fly I don't, here. To, I don't want to. <laughs>
1: Uh, but let's let's get back on track.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Memphis. Music. Oh yeah, yeah. Three so, doors down. Oh yeah. But no. Then
3: you left you went back home and then you were embarrassed. Went back f- home.
1: So you came to Memphis to hang out with Ryan. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Why'd you go back?
2: Because I, I was done hanging out with Ryan. Yeah,
1: it just you know. Uh, fizzled <laughs> out. <laughs> it ran
3: its course, it really did.
2: No. Yeah. I um I don't know, I just wasn't doing anything and I just was we're just kind of fucking around and it was Amos and I don't know.
3: It was a lot of fun, man. So it was me we had a lot of fun and Jesse and this guy named Chad Hardy. Oh um, Chad Hardy we just kind of adopted like he just showed Chad up Hardy. one day, started sleeping on our couch.
2: I didn't even know his name was Chad Hardy, we just called him got on the Couch
3: we called him guy on the couch because he just showed up that way and he embraced it and then uh, we moved and he moved it with like us a
2: stoner, like he just yeah,
3: yeah it was braved, he, I think. yeah we we moved and he moved with us he was like in college and he just was there and uh and we three we just made everything they turned back into is he still there no, he's now in
1: Thailand. <laughs> he in Thailand. Yeah. He lives
3: in Thailand. He's doing. Stuff. Oh shit! Yeah, I know the guy you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. I told you about him. Okay. Yeah.
1: dude's dope. Yeah, he's dope. He
3: got off the couch. Oh, yeah, no, he just does his own thing. But like, oh no, he
2: was and he went to Purdue and shit. Yeah, he went like, to Purdue. He graduated
3: with masters. No, English,
2: guy, so. guy, in the couch was better than any of us.
3: Yeah, right.
1: He is. Yeah. he just happened to be on the couch. The yeah, crowd. he was
2: just on the couch. Yeah, that was an insult. Guy in the I mean, couch he used was to be like, like just. In the bed, he's, he's really just, proud of me. I on was just
1: guy in the bed. I wasn't better than him.
3: That's right. He just had it own room. That's all.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you were always awake.
3: Was, um, no man. That that. So we three. It just it turned into that house. Turned into exactly what uh, Jesse and I were doing when the kids, like, well, when the kids were waiting for the kids to get off school, and we're yeah. just trying to have fun. That's what that
2: place We had a food drive, we got cable one time.
3: Yeah, we had a food Sorry, drive. I mean, we needed money. Up. We needed money for food. So we just had a party. So we got
2: cable and then because we had cable we couldn't afford food anymore. <laughs> so we had a little came food drive. Yeah. It was a cable celebration.
3: Yeah, so we bought a bunch of beer Made a watermelon with so all the other clear and So people brought us stuff.
2: food. It was amazing. Yeah,
3: and so we said, "You can, guys can come to the party, but you have to bring food." And so when we we're in our twenties, and all these people start showing up with these giant cans of food. food. Some people got some weird stuff. They're being really
2: cruel. I know they're being we funny. We ate every bit of it. I don't we were care. They're trying to be funny. It was like, no, no, really. Like, I wanna, potted meat. And I need food. It's <sighs> like, no, I don't know about
3: this. Calistone I love the joke,
2: but I, I'm sad. I have to eat this.
3: Yeah. And we had party after party after party. I mean, that became like there's. I didn't know what was gonna happen every night at that place. It mm-hmm. was just.
2: Uh, it was Animal House oh. all over again. I remember Chad had a. Kung Fu movie collection. A lot of Wu Tang Clan, not uh-huh. the band. The Kung the Fu Dx- movies. He had the Kung
3: Fu movies. He had this one where they like nobody had any arms and legs, and they're all fighting. If together. anybody
2: doesn't know that Wu Tang Clan is Kung Fu movies. That's what the band is named after. Band. So he had a huge. Wu Tang forever. So he had a huge Kung Fu movie collection. And this is right when DVDs became a thing.
3: Like DVDs just came out. We had a. We DVDs had,
2: a, had just come out, and they were brand new. And I was like, well, collecting is cool, man. We had a PlayStation. And so, uh, yeah, remember? Because we could play
3: all play the them. DVDs. Oh, yeah. She just got collecting. I mean, like, there's a, there's a period there when, I don't know, like, bunch of dudes but we thought that like DVDs were coming out and so we thought that like porn was going to be revolutionized and I so started collecting porn nobody started collecting porn I
2: did did you? yeah so, all this so there was a there was a Kung Fu movie collection and, and I porn was like I want a collection at least
1: she was in the Asian shit
2: and then I started collecting
3: porn and all porn. But we thought that there was gonna be like camera angle changes, like you could stop mid position and see a different angle. Like we thought that D V D's gonna revolutionize.
1: And what's going on? It. And, it, it, well, it did. and then the bang bros came. Uh, yeah, it did
3: And then it was more like it was more shocking just to have it playing like we just have it playing.
2: Um, and it was just like, just, uh, I don't know, why? Why do we have a really, turn Because I just wanted to collect something. And yeah, so you were in there. I just wanted to collect the weirdest thing I could so, think of. And that, of that and was that pretty was weird. That. And we oh, had like a... Did about like Ninja Souls or something like that? No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I know, I could have made a lot of better decisions, but I thought it was funny.
3: That was, that was he, he was into that, so, you know... Yeah, the thing is, you didn't watch it. You just had no. I just had, I was just collecting. At least if you did watch I was, it, I wasn't around. I mean, you, you no. know it,
2: it, it wasn't no. It was we, the uh,
3: most normal way to ever collect porn.
2: You know what I mean? Like three dudes d- lived there. The TV was in the living room. When are you gonna watch porn in the living room? Yeah, not nobody a ever did. Of Unless people. we all like wait. There's lots of. We people all here. did at one time. It
3: was one of those things where like, hey, there's over 12 people here. Let's put some porn on. Oh well, yeah, yeah, and we just throw I mean, it on.
1: That's what everybody does. Just right? to make everybody
3: uncomfortable. Yeah, just a little bit. collecting it. I don't yeah. know why. And we had. a... I just thought collecting was a cool idea. Yeah, we had fear and loathing. We had that movie. Oh yeah, and we I just watched. played that uh, one all. Chad over. had. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not for your loving a loading we'll we will fix it too much. Chad we would, would, we would watch play pulp fiction. Like,
1: Thunder, uh uh oh, that's a Lothen, lot later. and pulp fiction. Like those would always be in rotation at the end. Oh period.
2: dude. I watched Pulp Fiction with Chad so many times Please. at that house. It was incredible.
3: I Do mean. you sure you wanna share this night with anybody? Maybe we should start over. Let's start over. Hey, um, welcome uh, to the podcast. podcast. This is, uh, (laughs) hey, I'm Alan Aldridge, and uh, this is Paul Aldridge.
1: I'm a total dipshit. Hey,
3: uh, if you see me, be sure to give me a high five because I love.
2: Erica told me this is a good idea. (laughs) Fuck you, Erica. Oh Oh, wow! (laughs) Don't talk about
3: Mama Bear like that.
2: Please that don't woman, hurt that me, Erica, will, I'm kidding.
3: That woman will figure out a way to go to Sacramento and find no, you going to like, kick I, you in the nuts.
2: I know. She's going I, so no. far as to Alaska. Jesus, I love, yeah. you know, just every every dude being scared of you is just the coolest thing.
3: Yeah, we're all immediately like <laughs> a hot t-
2: The whole room goes, whoa, we don't want any part of that. I'm kidding. Erica. Erica would be
3: like, I'm 96 these 20 guys. Please don't hurt me, Erica. I love you. Like, well, I you adore think you. So, You're my yeah, favorite yeah. person. Yeah, she's
2: cool. In my, the whole world, please don't hurt yeah. me.
3: No, Jesse talks shit. I heard it. She, Everybody's adorable.
2: like, oh.
3: All right, we got sidetracked again. I know I
1: bullshit a lot. I bullshitted for this, you yeah. know, four years. But, uh, like, 14. What about after Memphis? Like after you departed, and you went back to California. He went back. What, to Cal- oh, what, what would what
3: would life look like then? I right, got real think. cold and sad for him.
1: Let me think. He, he
3: never depressed. left his house. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me think. I went back. That's when you moved in with. That's when you moved in with Rat.
1: You live with a rat.
2: I'm not the one from the, the turtle.
3: No, now we're finally come full circle,
2: I, okay, so, no, that's a good question. Okay, I moved I moved out of Memphis, came back to Sacramento. This cafe opened by Kevin Seconds from Seven Seconds, the, like, hardcore band. He opened a cafe, and I went there, and this was, like, the week I got back. I went there, and it was this cool cafe, kind of like and Brothers. It was this cool place, and I went up to them, and I was like, hey, I want to work here. And they were like, okay, well, we don't really have any employees. And I was like, well, that's fine. I can be the first one. And they're like, well, we can't really afford to pay you. And I was like, you don't have to pay me. I'll work for tips. So they're like, okay, well, you're hired, I guess. Like, Kind of here? You're, I guess we'll let you behind the counter. It was essentially the agreement. They weren't paying me. So I started working at this cafe. It's called True Love. It's called True Love Cafe. Brilliant name. And it was an incredible spot. It was really magical. It's just, you know, kind of like, it had that same, like, homey, in Sacramento, yeah, in Sacramento, kind of that same homey Sacramento. vibe. You could just live there, and it was amazing. And so I worked there for a long time, and I also worked at an elementary school, and, like, hung out with kids, and, you know, played dodgeball and all that shit. Played like, like Oh, my God, he like worked with these Madison kids. Shit.
3: He worked with these kids, and one time I happened upon this man, he's over here, he's watching some kids, and I, uh, I'm i like, I want to see what this dude's doing with these kids, you know? Shit. Right? So I... Uh, it's bad yeah, enough
1: I, that you're hearing about it. Yeah,
3: he's like, he's like, I'm like, what are you It's worse
1: doing? that you know the guy.
3: I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I work with some kids. I watch them. I said, okay. And so Who I... Was? I wanted to see what he was doing with them. and so I kind of, I kind of snuck up on the, that like the, the way it worked is, is like a concrete freaking jungle, and the kids like could play out there in the concrete area, and it's all chain link fenced in, because oh it keeps God, them from escaping kind of and brilliant. stuff. And so I went up to one of these chain link fences, and I was looking kind of down upon, I was looking down upon Jesse and all these kids, oh, yeah. and Jesse, he was, uh, he was sitting like Buddha style. He had his arms out with his fingers and like, kind of like his fingers all clasped. And he was like sitting Indian style and he was humming just like he's like,
1: fuck these kids.
4: Um...
3: And these kids had these dodgeballs and they were trying to, they were bouncing it and trying to hit him and they couldn't. And the one girl goes, I, I can't hit him. And he goes, see, kids... That's the power of Zen, Zen guys. That's the power. And they were trying to hit him. And uh, what was, kind of California weed were you on? And I thought this guy is—he's perverting these children.
1: Yeah. Well.
3: Some and, so,
1: and, and now we know this guy's Jesse working. is the reason for the bullshit in Sacramento. He said, no.
2: I thought this guy's he's just doing my part. This I'm guy's playing the part.
3: devil for these children.
2: Anybody okay. else? Oh my Anybody god Jesse.
3: Work? He was he's teaching the power of Zen. Yeah,
1: and it was really it was beautiful. It was the really fun. It's
3: like this guy is he's just on the level. Wait looking, looking for a drink. man? Oh. You mean the full bottle of whiskey you've been working on for two days? Oh, I mean I'm sorry, your drink.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fun. So he did that for he a while and then yourself,
3: then you moved it. in with Mickey Rat.
2: Then I moved in with Mickey Rat. And then I started and then I joined this really popular band, this punk band called Last Chance. And uh and it was uh a really good band. And I didn't know what I was doing. But I was going. I was just apologizing the whole time, like, "Oh, sorry, guys." I'm- I love it
3: because he says he doesn't know what he's doing, but I'm telling you, when he's 15, 16 years old, he's playing high ground, like he's playing fleet. <laughs> and he's <laughs> still at this point. Now he's 28, 30 years old, and he's still still doing- apologizing, still apologizing because he ah. doesn't know what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I still. And obviously, by this time, he's like he's not even a bullshit artist anymore. Like I'm, he totally knows what he's doing. No, it's, I don't know. No, like no, no, no. you're not even faking it till you make it. I don't know chance. what I'm
3: doing right now, you guys. Now we know that.
1: <laughs> I don't no, know. That's <laughs> that's all awesome. drinking Johnny Depp whiskey. All day. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's no, go. I just tell us about it. Last chance.
2: No, it's one of those things. You know, honestly, I had this huge. I God, I hope I'm not too drunk to convey this. I had this huge like, kind of moral crisis where it was like, dude, I'm just. Bullshit. Like I don't know anything about music. I don't know how music's supposed to work. I don't know any of the keys. I don't know any chords. I don't know any theory. I don't know fucking anything. But like when I go to sound check, when they go, alright, drums, and it's like do 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 do. You know, know right, what to do. snare, pop, 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 pop. Alright, hi hat and he goes bass. And I would always I would never just play a note, I'd play a little riff. Uh-huh. I play something cool, usually from some song people knew, you know, like uh-huh. some or some No Effects or something. And the whole crowd would go like this, like during my sound check. The whole crowd oh. would go like this. And I was like, all right. Spare your fingers. Because so I, I play hella fast, and so they just do that, and I was like, all right. Like,
3: just so you guys just so you guys
2: know he's uh, hes, yeah, he's kind his of hands big up deal. in the air and he's oh yeah yeah sorry he's, uh, wiggle his fingers up no in the they'd air. all they, yeah, yeah they'd all put their hands up in the air and wiggle their fingers when I was playing when I was playing my stupid sound check and I was like okay what kind of asshole looks at at a crowd of 150 kids putting their hands up in the air when you do a sound check and then pretends they suck at music you know what I mean like it was that conundrum where it's like
0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
2: I don't know what I'm doing, but clearly a crowd full of people
0: I'm thinks what I'm
2: it, doing is cool. I'm feeling it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, doesn't that at some point you like get, selling
1: yourself short? At
2: some point, it's humble, and at some point, you're just being a fucking asshole.
1: Yeah. Well, you're to yourself. Yeah.
2: Well, Correct. to them too. It's like, oh no. 200 people are cheering for me. They don't know anything. How, How far, far do you, you stake that
1: claim, though? What really? do you mean? You know, it's like from being, like, humble or to an asshole. It's like, I think there's... Did
4: you say asshole? Yeah.
1: Asshole.
2: Yeah. Asshole. You said to yeah. an asshole. You just got Southern as fuck on the Yeah, plane. you went... You, I know who you're trying to impress, but you, I'm impressed.
1: You yeah. curbed it up. I know the girl that's listening right now. Yeah. I- <laughs> And she really likes yeah. that. That, yeah, that curl, curl. Curl her curl fucking hug. She, she, she's from New York, and she is listening. She said, yeah. yeah. "Ass hug." Ass. Yeah. I can't even do it again if I try. It.
4: Yeah.
2: I can't even do it again.
4: If I try it. <laughs> All
2: right. So no, it's not. But it's not about taking it anywhere. It's like you, like a legit believe. You legit are just doing this thing because you like doing it. You don't know fuck all about how it's supposed to work. And you think everybody else around you knows. Well, I mean, uh, on
1: top of that, it's like you're looking out into the crowd and you're seeing all these people. Yeah, but you're
2: team. not. You like, didn't know that. Sure. I'm. But I'm not talking about like a performative trying to be humble. I'm talking about like a legit, you're like, well, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm okay, but like all these other people are better. Right? And then at some point you have to acknowledge that like, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, like, okay, well, some people think I'm legit, you know? And at some point, I started to be like, I just had that whole, like, fight with myself. Like, is it, am I more of an asshole if I pretend that all these people are idiots and, like, you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? It does. You're an artist. You got a bunch of people appreciating your art, and you're like, oh, I suck. I'll like, I most, feel like that's yeah, the mean, most... Pretentious thing you could possibly do. I mean, for most do. people,
1: it's like they don't even get to see it. It doesn't happen until after they die. Right? Oh, I don't sure.
2: Know. So,
3: you know, not like...
1: And I'm not people, trying to be people, dulled, Everybody's right? been I mean, like, hey, just... Ryan
3: Monson, your pizza's great. Yeah. and I'm, But I'm yeah, not like... This in my head, I don't think it sucks. Yeah. I don't think it sucks. But you're like, it's okay. Why would you I'm create like,
1: anything that sucked? Right. Why would you like
3: give that to
2: the public? I think it's good. Yeah, but people do that all the time.
3: But I'm like, but I, yeah, but I'm so like, there, they, there's so much more room, and there's, I want to take. A time I know, but then you get day. people
2: in there, and then you get people in and there, then and then, I, then suddenly you got a full bar like tonight. You got a full yeah, crowd,
3: and then people are telling me, "Hey," and everybody's this like, the "This best is pizza." I heard
2: this. people say, "This Literally, is the best pizza I've ever like, had in my that's life." That's
3: So cool, but I'm in my head. I'm like, but it's not. Ready. I know, but it's at what point yet.
2: are you like? If say you got, say you got, say that place gets to that the point. Say Munson Brothers gets to where it's like packed every night. Yeah. And you're, and I go, hey, how's your bar doing? And you're like, I oh, mean, that sucks. I'm kind of, you know, whatever. I'm just whatever. Like, I feel personally like at some point that kind of makes you the asshole. But
3: like. Here's like my, at
2: some point it by, it surpasses humility. Here's and it's my like, worry. Here's my worry. It's worries. you we, disparaging but, the people who appreciate I hear what you're you. saying. You know what I'm saying? My worry, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. my, my worry
3: is. Maybe my psychological worry is, if I admit to myself that it's good pizza, then it's like you and your video games when you figured it
2: out. Then you're done. And you're
3: done. Uh, And then you walk away. But if I sit there and tell myself for some reason, like, no, it's not completely finished, it's not right, then
2: it drives me to keep... And I agree with that. (laughs) It should never be right. It should never be right. Like, you should never go, I'm done. Like, I don't, like, as a musician, any musician, you're never done. There's always, as good as you ever get, there's always somebody better than you around the corner. Right? Mm -hmm. There's, like, legit somebody within a mile of you that will smoke you. You know? No matter how, and what happens is the better you get, the more, and the same thing happens in physics. The more you understand, the more you realize, oh my God, there's all these amazing, (laughs) there's so much more, Mm. right? And I always liken it to like a candle in a dark room. You go to
1: physics, it's like the the, the more I know is like the
2: smaller I am. It's a candle in a dark room. The brighter the candle gets, the more your knowledge grows, the bigger you realize the room is. You're like, oh shit. Like there's so much I don't know. And that's exactly how knowledge works. It means it's the same way. The more you understand about music, the more you see all these people who are doing shit, you've never even comprehended, you know? Like the more you understand about how these phenomenal, brilliant, unique people are doing things that will never occur to you in your lifetime, that you just literally don't have a brain built to create that kind of music. And granted, you can create your own thing, but you just realize there's so much out there you don't understand. There's so many genres. You know, you grow up usually within a genre of music. You're like, oh, I'm a sick, I mean, I was a punk rocker. And I'm like, I'm a pretty sick punk rock bass player. And then I hear all these other genres of music and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of unbelievable musicians out here doing stuff that I don't know if I could even do if I tried, you know? And that's how, like, I don't think that should discourage you from putting your music out. though. Agreed. because I, sh- I
1: believe it should exist, even if it, it should exist, even if it doesn't hold up to that market. And like, I don't like no. With, and when I'm porch not, talk is like Ryan was on it under yeah. his moniker Can Rabbit, but like we put out a record of like the field recordings of porch talk. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Is like like and, like, you're, and it exists. On that. It's the, not it's not available on Spotify or Amazon. Yeah. You have the record or you don't, and it's something that could be hung up on your wall as an art piece because we had a folk artist yeah. one as an artist. Large,
2: like I was saying, the war, the of, art, art, the war and like, of art. Whether
1: you listen to it or not, it can be on your wall oh. or it can be
2: you can listen to it. But that's the war of art. Your job as an artist is to create. That's it. Not to oppress, right? You just create if you want to be an artist you just create but like I, I don't know like I, and
1: I, I didn't let you finish your thought but like I don't know I, I guess like you need to finish your thought but like my suggestion is we should all create and put things out there whether that's what art is exactly and it, the it, idea it, is it, like and, it,
4: said,
1: and it, it may be shit I did, doesn't matter. It doesn't
2: that's tell your job. It's a, it's that a, is not your choice. That's it's a deal go. with God,
3: right? It's a deal. The That's deal with the God point. is I'll I'll provide the quantity and you leave the quality to God. How
2: right? about that? Well, if you want to get all Thought about it.
3: Well, sometimes you got to. and I mean, sometimes but yeah dude everything I I do has an element of faith and like God and God is this the whole point is if anything's gonna be out there like you're I can only go so So far so let's talk about
2: God because the whole idea of God is this unquantifiable unqualifiable presence right that's the whole concept yeah the whole concept of God but not what I'm trying to is this idea of this of this this intent or intelligence that you can't possibly understand. Sure,
3: or hard. Right?
2: Right. And that is exactly what creativity is. Like you said, like whether you want it to be religious or not, the idea is that you can't possibly understand what good means, <laughs> you know? And maybe right now, and this has happened thousands of times with artists, Nobody gives a shit about you, and in 100 years, you're celebrated worldwide as a genius, right? Like, you don't have power over that part of it, which is part of the whole idea of a divinity or God is, like, letting go of this. Like, you don't have power over all this stuff. That's true. can you just put your I've faith— had,
1: I've, I've had three people who have been on this podcast uh, who have passed away. And, and you don't have power. And... I don't have power over that. And those are the most downloaded and the most celebrated episodes. Well,
2: you know what I have to say about that? Like, my father passed away. My father was an incredible man. And my, my you know, his best friend, who's like un- my second father, he also passed away in like really, you know, tragic ways, right? And my thought process, for whatever reason, because I'm a weirdo, has always been like, look. If it happened in reverse, what would your decision be? Like, pretend instead of meeting this person and befriending this person and getting to know this person and falling in love with this person and having this whole relationship, and then they die tragically, and then you go through this incredibly, incredibly painful experience of like the loss and all that. Ooh. Somebody approached you and went, "Hey, I'll tell you what." What well, was? If you go through this really painful loss experience and all this pain and all this sadness, here's what you get. You get this person in your life that's gonna do this and this and this and this for you and this and this and this and make you this happy and provide you this and give you this friendship and you get to have this whole experience with this person and the price you pay is this pain, but you paid it in reverse, right? You could pay all that loss, all that heartbreak and all that pain, but you pay it first. Like every single one of us would go, hell yeah, I'm in. Yes. Like my dad, if I could go through all that pain first and they go, hey, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get all this stuff. Yeah. So it's like yeah. all that pain of loss, it's just the price we pay for having these incredible people in our lives, right? Yes. Like that's, and so it's like, it sucks. And it's awful, and I know all these people who are like my dad's, pap- my dad passing away just just ruined me for a while, Dude. for for way longer than it should have, just wrecked me. But it's like, uh, you- it'll be
3: one year on uh, November 27th. My dad died, uh, yeah, my one year, his one year anniversary. He's coming up.
2: And it's like, if you had to do it in reverse, Perfect. if somebody went, hey. Here's you gotta you gotta have this pain and, and go through all this. You want this person in your life? Like, tell me you wouldn't go. Hell yeah. Yeah, man, I do. Whatever. Right.
1: But like, I'd do whatever. And I want to open it's this up. It's just the price we pay. Ryan, Ryan and I have talked about this. And when, when you have, when it comes to
2: art, is uh,
1: like I feel a division. And Ryan and I have talked about this. Is like when it comes to art, my art and my spiritual beliefs or religion. Like, I feel a polarizing divide and through between com-
2: your art religion yes
1: and and through like conversations with Ryan like I have like we had this conversation like two weeks ago and I began to like I've been able to like begin to like the the crossroad that was dividing more like through our conversation I was able to like bring it back together and like I, I i thought like what he told me that night was we were just on the phone it was a short conversation and we, we were talking about like this the artistic approach in the idea of god and like spirituality and like in my mind at that time like i thought it had to be one or the other
2: yeah well that's a huge problem with religion these days is it's just become so polarizing, right? Sure. And so, here's the box you gotta live in, You don't don't say these words, don't have these ideas, don't do these things, and it's like, and the crazy thing is, I mean, I grew up Catholic, right? Sure. I mean, you go to
1: Catholic school,
2: graduated. Yeah. Out. Catholic school my whole life. Aged out. And I'm not super... Sure. I'm not super religious, but and my mom was a wicked My mom was a witch. Yeah, right. But it's like the whole premise of Catholicism is it's mom's
4: cooler than. You.
2: Yeah, I'm legit cool. We all you. know that. Yeah. My That's friends used right, to come over, and I'd be like, "When are my friends gonna get here?" And I'd go inside and find out they'd just been hanging out with my mom for hours. Yeah. yeah,
4: she's cool.
2: But. The whole premise of that, I mean, like, Jesus was a rebel, too, and you know? he totally was. Right? Like, that's, if you really, like, get all the presupposition and the preaching and the bullshit on the way, really think about what that shit says, it's like, it says what you would like it to say. It really does. It really says, like, treat people well, with respect, no matter who they are or where they came from, don't judge. You know. Like, it's all that shit. Like, that's the crazy thing. I think
3: that all, I think that all artists want to be...
1: I
2: don't want to get into theology. I think think that all... Hey, you brought it up. I did,
1: I did, but like...
3: I (laughs) think that all artists are are looking to... They're looking for validation in their art. Yeah. And it's the artist's job is to find the beauty. And what it is that we're trying to
2: to not look for validation. That's a that's a. And I, I but think we that, do I think want some of validation. I come
1: from like a, a, and a religious think, background. They were like, dude, I was studying in seminary yeah. and things, but and so like, there things takes didn't a, work out, and so I took an artistic approach. But it and, takes. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about theology. But it takes exactly.
3: But it takes a, exactly. <laughs> it <laughs> takes a courage. Okay. Yeah. But it takes a courage. You get it. it takes, yeah, dude. Thank it man. takes a courage to throw that stuff out there. It takes a courage like what you were talking about was saying, like you didn't respect yourself, but you were getting tons and tons of validation. Yeah, I was And so validation. then you had to say, and you that's know how what? We got here." Quit, start loving myself for yeah. what I do. Well, because the validation was there, yeah. and you were just like, do I want to criticize? Well, myself? I don't even
2: know if I got that far. I mean, I should have. I should have been like able to go. All right, yeah, you know, but, love yourself. I mean, that's every, that's what I appreciate. Do is like figure out, understand that like. However broken you are, but everybody like, else is at least as broken. You never, you need to, just you never had yourself.
3: any control over the audience seeing you. Yeah, yeah. you we're, didn't have any control. We're going back
1: to that, that stage with the with the with the, with the fingers, audience doing the jazz fingers back there again.
3: Like you didn't have that, and you so not well. But and 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 so like any kind of business idea I've ever done, any kind of like like pizza, you know this stuff. Like, there's always it's this element of like, okay, I've created this. I'm going to launch it out there.
2: And my it. faith
3: comes involved because it's like, I yeah. hope God meets me somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Because I I don't have control over that. Yeah. You know, like, it is what it is. Yeah. And you got to throw it out there. And, and I think that's all I'm, artists... That's
2: what I was saying about creativity. I mean, yeah. creativity is that. It I is think, faith.
3: And I think all artists... Have to, and they have that crossroads of like, and they even come to because they
2: don't get the validation,
3: see, and so the lots what, of artists dude, are like, That's what
2: I'm saying because that's not even what faith is. Faith isn't even like, Oh, I was hoping this worked out and it's worked out. That's not what faith, faith is.
1: Faith is trusting, faith is
2: that can't be seen. I was hoping this worked out and it fucking didn't, and it yeah. kicked me in the face, yeah. And now I'm hoping there's something. Past that, like that's what faith is, right? right? Right. Faith is like, faith isn't when shit's going right. Faith is when you're eating shit and everything's a nightmare. Well, there's that's a, what oh, I mean. I think there's faith. There's faith, faith, there's faith, is faith in not there, but knowing, but like, you, you faith. But, yeah, is, yeah, like, faith, faith is, isn't faith is faith, faith is unless it's tested. Faith is tested. Well, if, it, I, if just just it's launching not being your song, if it's not fighting. being tested, it's not faith. It's just it's just like hope I mean, you put faith in me tonight faith is faith is faith is tested i faith is like i i don't know i just think like
3: i mean cuz what you're kind of also saying is it's a uh, it's also grit
2: it's also grit, grit it's, you know what i mean so that, and i like, agree with that it's but. like it's like it's it's hope and then shit goes wrong and then you got to suck it up and then it's faith and then you're just like yeah I mean, it's gonna I, work I out i think
3: faith is uh, it starts off earlier than that i mean it takes faith to say to put something together and just launch it whether uh-huh. or not it's met with success it takes faith to have the but i'm saying that's the creative say, process
2: i hope when well, you got this little that- bullshit garage or you're, pack some beers out the window and you're like well let's keep doing it man that's faith yeah right
3: sure and they're and then getting
2: they, the Getting $100,000 and starting a business with it, that's not really faith. It's like, once it's like, once you're in it, you know, I don't know. I just, that's just how I... I, mean, I, th- I think that's the beauty of like. That's what just we're doing how I right it. right it's like like, the same thing. with art. It's like, same with art when you're like, it's like, yeah, oh, you're a sick-ass musician and everybody loves you and you're playing, like, that's not hard. That doesn't require faith. I mean, that's the idea of porch talk. Is like we're we're this is the underbelly. And then when it gets weird, then you're like, well, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep striving. I'm going to keep trying. And then that's
3: I'm going to continue in my faith. I mean, I think I think faith is the initial faith is still the initial launch. I understand the beauty and the grit of when you're not met and and have to continue on even though I understand that, but. It takes courage, man, to launch anything new. Well, yeah, well, and and, and, that,
2: and, I mean, and that's the same thing I'm talking about. Honestly, yeah. like when you just it just all I'm saying is when everything is expected to go right, it doesn't really count. It's like it's only it only counts when it's scary. Oh well, uh, it's it, always scary. Yeah, and when you start something new, when you are launching
3: something new it's scary. That's crap. what I'm
2: saying. When you're launching something new out oh. of nowhere, when you have no reason to expect it to succeed. When you're playing on a stage But even
3: like I mean, I don't know. I maybe I'm wrong, but you Starbucks is a kind of a proven formula, but if you open a new Starbucks in an area, I for me there's an element of scary to it because dude I you can talk to Alan, man. We have gone to festival after festival after festival selling my beard oil and almost every time before we get Aaron? started Wait,
2: Alan you go with him to do hell that? Hell yeah he Oh, is. see. I'm the road dog. I'm sure he's told me that, but I didn't put. It's hard to put all the names together with all the different events. Alan's
1: fantastic,
2: but so I want to do that. But every time before we're
3: about
1: my my best self.
3: Every time we're about to do it, though, every time we're about to do it, I look at Alan. I said, "Nobody's gonna like us." they're all going to knock nobody's yeah. going to come here and I get anxious and I that's get nervous that's a test of faith yeah. It's it's legit but here's the thing faith.
2: dude it's we we've we come home so like, many times like a test of faith like that's what that that's a,
1: a so dude, after that pep talk like on the way there we're riding in this fucking Ooh. van that doesn't go over fifty-five miles an hour, uh, and we're going I'm, I'm like, like it would take like a normal vehicle three hours. It yeah. takes us five, yeah. and like it's a pep talk on the way up there, and like that is exactly Wait, what I talking his pep about. Pep talk
2: is no one's gonna like us. Well, t- that's part of it. That's a good pep talk. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then also he like opens up the cooler
1: talk. and he's like, "Dude, I've always thought, dude, start like, drinking at nine o'clock." And it, he's like. You gotta I'm just revving his
3: out, him revving his engines. Yeah, I'm not gonna hey, like dude, it, now I'm popping out, I'm, dude,
1: I'm, 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 I'm on the fucking grind. He's eating Altoids. Yeah, Altoids. Wait. yeah dude. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Wait, is he as? Is yeah, is that Alan the aggressive salesman? Alan, I have my
1: best sale. I'm telling you,
3: dude. Alan, yeah, remember I told you he was like, punk that guy." He pumped. He you, pumped the
2: dude. He's you're like, gonna, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some beard He's like, dollars. are you going to sit
3: you're here and
2: be a little $20. bitch?
3: Are you going to buy some beard oil? That's, uh, dude, uh,
2: dude, you 20. told
3: me that story
4: yesterday. That's
1: a great story. Dude, my favorite story, I think, comes from Oxford. Like, these kids, like, they're teenagers. like 17, 18 years old, and they walk up, mm. and they're like, they see, they see that we're selling beard oil. <laughs> and uh, they're like, it'll help my beard grow. And I was like, I don't sell miracles.
3: I will sell miracles. <laughs>
1: and like I was just dissing them the whole time It was like so I mean what do you do It was like what do you do I was like well you, if you had a beard you would put it on your beard and like yeah. it would make it softer and like, oh, it's like that's got good. I like, it's good I the, like the shit
2: I like the opening yeah the strangers with the shit talking on them before. and I was like I, I don't know if you'll ever get yeah. there yeah. yeah I mean probably for you you're doing
1: and it. like I, I'd shit on them for like five minutes and they ended up buying like
3: oh,
1: $60 worth of shit
3: Yeah. And, and, you but, ever have
2: it go
1: wrong?
4: Alan, yes!
2: Oh, yeah. Dude, Alan, I did it to some people on the airplane on the way here. And some people just looked at me like it's crazy. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. like, I'm, Dude, I have had so like, many self pictures weird. go wrong.
3: Alex gets really weird around women. Like, he'll, uh, really attractive ones. Yeah. He makes it go wrong. He'll say something like, he'll look at them and go, do you have a beard in your life?
1: They don't like that.
3: And they'll be like, I, I don't know. He's like, you want one? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Ah, I'm, I'm giving out applications. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I can. You,
3: we, um, can look, we can
2: figure this out. Because I've been really working for a lot of months. And yeah. I, I, all right.
3: So, all right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get us back on track real quick. I want to know, Jesse.
2: I right I how We keep pretending there's a track. What's that? Well, yeah, the
3: well, Alan is gonna work on editing this for. Yeah. Hours, actually. No. Yeah, There's no gonna, way he's just gonna release all this. Alan's gonna edit the he's gonna sit here. He's gonna find all the okay. good bits. He's and gonna, this episode he's is gonna spend. I imagine he'll spend probably twice as long as yeah, what took it to really record. Yeah, I think
2: he's just gonna release it to multiple <laughs> because he he's not gonna sit here and have. <laughs> he's
1: not gonna sit here and un- have. Yeah. He's not just gonna have faith. record it. he's gonna the do? The only cut is gonna be at the start. No, record paps.
2: The piss There's claps. There's in like there. five, fifteen 15 cra- claps. Yeah. In there. The claps are going to be in there. All
3: right. So, look. <laughs> but, all right. So, all
2: right.
3: I want to know because we talked about me going to Bojangles.
2: Yeah.
3: My, the punk rock show. Bojangles burnt down, never reopened. Hey,
2: help yourself, if you like this. Uh, uh, that sucked.
3: And, uh, and then I'm I remember going to, we used to go face. to, remember like Simon the German? Like, there's tons of punk rock shows. We went to... I'll get a slice of Do it. I want to know, what's the status of punk rock in Sacramento now?
2: Punk rock in Sacramento? Well, okay. Shit. No, I'm thinking about it. Punk rock in Sacramento is... I mean, there's, there's been some shows in the last couple of weeks, but COVID kind of shut everything down. I was in a Violent Femmes cover band... Um, we're playing not super often, but often enough. And once COVID hit, everything stopped. Nobody wanted to have shows. And even if you wanted to have a show, everybody else would judge you so harshly. You couldn't have a show, right? Yeah. People would be mad at you if you had any kind of gathering. And then now that that's slowed down, a bunch of music venues have closed or changed ownership or whatever. And so, it hasn't really recovered yet. But there's been some shows here and there. I'm looking to start a band, just because I'm like, why not? It's a good thing to do. But I haven't really been to a been a couple shows, but not a whole lot since all this craziness happened. It's yeah. just kind of slow. People slowed down. But that being said, there was a show like last weekend that I didn't go to, as I sit up all night drinking. But I mean, it's still there. Stop being
1: me or and tell me something good. Um. Well, the music scene kind of dead.
3: No, i was just trying to find. I was trying to find cool. out the status. Of,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I want to know what his. I'm trying to give him shit like yeah, he's been yeah. giving me shit. Uh, don't you you kind of
2: suck at it, man. When he's yeah, like, you're still warming up. He's man. stepping in like fucking. I mean, good effort, dude. Way to go! No, that was God great, man. You gave I'm it still real. Still fucking this up.
3: Yeah, man. Just put on. Dude, you need some pump yeah. shoes hey. or something. You know, so you can jump a little higher.
2: Tip. It's cool though. You're not that bad. Uh, See that, I turned you shit-talking into me shit-talking. So
3: God. No, Jesse. Like, <laughs> right now you both are failing. I, it's cool though, it's whatever.
1: No, no we're all failing. Yeah. <laughs> anything else to do?
3: No, I don't know, it's been pretty Anything slow. else if you eat this piece of pizza and you're trying to explain the punk rock scene in Sacramento, anything else you got?
1: Me? Yeah, what else you got? Yeah, maybe we should hang out again and do another podcast. Yeah. Tour, we can yeah, just, maybe we can actually ask maybe, you about your yeah. music. Jessica, could shit on me some more.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm down for that. Maybe we That's can start a fun. series.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. why I told her, like, we were outside uh, earlier <laughs> yeah. on the piss break. <clears throat> I was like, dude, you should totally Skype in from Sacramento and shit on me yeah. once a month. Hey, just want
3: to say, uh, Alan, uh, cut your hair.
2: You're still a piece of shit. Yeah. Listen yeah. to podcast, I'm kidding. I didn't even listen to it. Bye.
3: Uh, out. <gasps> Jesse, out. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> out.
1: Mm.
3: You're an idiot.
1: Anything else to do, boys and girls?
2: I mean... No, I haven't been playing music Is that lately. It? I'm going to play some music with Ryan this week. Hopefully. You keep saying I'm gonna play some music with me. I don't know. Let's do it. See, look. Look. See? There's going to be a little baby about it. I'm Chili Cook-Off. Chili Cook-Off. Chili Cook-Off. Oh. Be Are you doing that? I'll be there. Well, we should play be some music. Let's play some music. Come over. Help us. So, Brian's got some songs. I kind of want to pick one, maybe oh. two. depends oh. on how fast we go. Oh, and gosh. just, like, yes. nail it down. Figure it out. Make it good. My
1: son out here, I think we're gonna to get together again. Yeah. Before you go back to the you
3: done. Busy? I'm, I'm telling you, we gotta do that Munson Brother episode at yeah. some point. We can do that. Oh.
2: Yeah. Whatever, yes, we're gonna do that. I mean, we don't have to. You're right, Sister, <laughs> mother,
1: we will him brother. brother. Uh, I don't know, Jesse, I mean, uh,
3: what else Let's you sure. got? I feel like you're wrapping it up. Are you wrapping it up?
2: I'm wrapping it up.
3: Let's wrap it up. How many hours did we put in this?
2: I week? hope we're not putting. The, I hope nobody's listening to this. Hey, I really. Right hope. at three. Anybody listening to this? Are still? you? You're, are you putting this on the internet? It's gonna go on the internet. All right. Can you just bleep out my name? Sure. Yeah. What do you want me to? You want to
1: bleep a all? My two. T- t-
2: <laughs> bleep my name. T- Doctor.
3: Octopus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to be uh, Dick McGlovin. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, uh. Dick McGlovin. And <laughs> Doc Ock. Doc Ock. And I'll be this uh, uh, of the Spotlight.
2: Yeah.
1: That's See? great. Uh, so, uh, Kingston area, uh, my birthday, uh, we just celebrated my... Uh, Thirty-second birthday. I know. you didn't,
3: oh, happy you didn't birthday. call me or anything. I Hold on. What was your birthday?
1: Why would I call you on my birthday? Well, what? Like, I don't
2: know. You're supposed to call him on his birthday. You douchebag. But he's
3: supposed to let me know it's his birthday.
2: No. Nah, only I, if you're a best friend.
3: Supposed to buy, like, what do
1: you want me
2: to be an investigative this, friend? This
1: fucking. I don't. Guy. I, I don't put that shit on social. Media. I'm so sorry. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's like, hey, I'm, I'm so sorry for you your know, loss. You
3: know. Well, I'm gonna keep losing. Oh, that's play, good. If you keep playing that game, yeah. I lose. Hey, when was your birthday?
1: November seventh. November
2: seventh. Dude, that was last week.
3: Oh, well, Luke's birthday's November fourth. I'm kind of dedicated.
2: Oh, let's talk thing. about you again. Right. Uh, his birthday. <laughs> <all laughs> no, I was talking
3: about my son. Jesus.
2: Just my son. Oh, just your. It's oh. another episode of poor Sob Let's do a birthday with episode. The boys. Let's do a birthday episode. Right then. Let's do it yeah. tomorrow.
1: I mean, say goodbye
2: goodbye thanks
3: guys thanks I please uh, none of my stories are true
1: (laughs) I've never been honest anything Jesse? have you
4: ever been honest (laughs) okay
1: when
4: Jesus Christ died his body turned into dust No, it wasn't special dust Just plain old dust And when Mohammed died His body turned into dust And no, it wasn't special dust Just plain old dust How holy is your water how righteous is your name Could you sing it in a choir Or do they shout it out in vain Is it born like that Mississippi river Or is it meek as a morning spring Could you hold on to it forever and ever would it slip it was made. F-